I'm Kevin O'Coin. And I'm Brian Ackley. This is Life in the Rough, the podcast. On the week of the Open. We, yeah, we have man. some serious British Open weather happening too, Brian. It is. Uh, it's it's a major addition. I love that. I <clears throat> I get excited for this major every year. Very excited because a lot of guys that I have interest in, uh, they're looking they're looking good in this tournament. You have contenders in the field, is what you have, uh, and guys that I feel good about. Um, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, we're definitely going to get into that. Um, but no, I'm excited to uh, be here. Obviously, this is our second time this week catching up. We already caught up on Sunday. Had to talk about Kevin going low, 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 low. low. Yeah, Q school starts next week, Brian. So I'll. Uh, I'm not sure how many able to record the next couple of weeks, but it's sick. I mean, that's not. Uh, let's just keep keep the pedal to the floor and. Uh, Bring home the uh, first place trophy this weekend at the uh, member guest over at Sterling Farms. So, fuck yeah, that's the plan. We'll, I actually um... I did end up texting Jack and apologizing for dropping the handicap a full point, and his response was he resents the fact that uh, I think he wants think to compete for the net prize. <laughs> that's that's my guy. Let's yep. go. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds about yeah. right. Um... So that had that had me giggling. So the boys are going to go low on Sunday. Uh, I'm gonna get a little practice round in on uh, on Friday afternoon. I actually booked myself a tea time for uh, for 152 uh, this Friday, so I'm excited about that too. I need to book around this week because currently I have nothing on the books. Sunday we have the baptism um, for my niece, so it's not like I'm just bailing oh. for, for no reason. Um, nope, Charlotte's already been baptized. Um, well, I was I, the way you said the baptism. I was like, of uh, like yeah, the well, way you said I, it, it was like the, it was like of Jesus. Like, what are you talking about? Here? Maybe, like, maybe so I said it in a way of like it's an inconvenience. Um, maybe that's mm. what I really meant. Like I, deep down, I like although it's for my niece, I love her to death. Um, yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm not gonna dig any deeper. But and that's on Sunday. That's on Sunday. And then the after parties at my parents' house, which is great. It'll be fun. I just don't think I'll be able to sneak out to play Shinnecasset without people knowing. Um, So I've really got to try to figure something out for Saturday. But the last I looked, weather didn't look too great for Saturday. So I'm I'm kind of, I don't know, we might have to, we might have to do it. Oh, actually, Saturday isn't as bad anymore. Only a 24% chance of rain. Um. All right, so never mind. I'll go. Yeah, Saturday. it's actually Friday. It looks to be the dicey day, but uh, everything I'm seeing for the Northeast is all peace, love, and positivity for the rest of the week. Yeah. All right. So I'll get out there Saturday. The humidity, Kev, though, was unbelievable. It was 99% oh. humidity this morning. When I put Charlotte in the car seat, opened up the garage door, uh, it was just like a punch in the face of humidity. And I'm I feel like I said humidity a lot in that sentence, but it really was. It was just disgusting. Um, it's just been so relent. Like despite how much rain we've been getting right. and like the thunderstorms and everything, like usually like it's wicked humid for like I don't know four days to a week, and then you'll get like a thunderstorm, and all of a sudden the humidity breaks. It drops down. It's like high seventies, low eighties, a little bit more comfortable. It's just been like humid as fuck, hot, piss rain. Humid as fuck, hot, piss rain, thunderstorms, still humid as fuck. Like, when's it going to go away? Yeah, I, I mean, I from what I've seen, a lot of the country is dealing with extreme weather in one shape or another. Um, That's what I'm saying and 
yeah no it it sucks dude um we played we we played sat uh we played sunday over at uh no we played saturday no we played saturday yeah we played saturday what did i do oh sunday? my god dude i don't I, I shouldn't say i completely forgot i didn't forget at all but fucking keeney uh yeah so we played um wait before we get to keeney yeah. I, I just want to touch real quick on the genesis scottish open oh yeah please the, um first of all hell of a victory by my man rory Rars. love to see it love to see it um felt horrible for bobby mack who kev uh i mentioned last week on the podcast um that would have been that would have been crucial. I mean, Kev, if I did have a Bobby Mack ticket, though, I would have sold it. I would have sold it for oh, like yeah. a fourth of or a tenth of what I would have sold it because he would have lost in a playoff. I, I just I think when it gets to that level of a David versus Goliath in golf, it's really tough for the guy who. You're going to take the it, guy that's been it, there all the time. Right. And that's where it has to come from. It's the guy who's been there before because the crowd is still going to back uh, McIntyre. Say they go into a playoff They're They're going to be in a probably a 50 50 split. They want to see them both win. Um, But the thing is, in the long run, I think Rory would win. So anyways, um, Rory winning was sick. Um, I think it gave a great insight to links golf. If you don't typically watch, um, these events, I, I fucking love links golf, um, which has, I me- love watching links golf, dude. We have to go play some links golf. I'm t- just get, let's get down to Shenacosset and let's get after it. I want to go play Shenacosset, but I don't want to go there on a beautiful sunny day. I want to go like. Well, early spring, 55 degrees, rainy and, and windy. I, so I want to get the experience, Brian. Yeah. So what's so? Yeah. All right. Well, that's definitely I mean, what you described is definitely doable. It's going to be <laughs> it no matter if it's sunny or not, it's going to be windy. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, we'll, we'll definitely figure that out. Um, there's no reason not to. But it was uh, great to watch. I will say though, now that I mentioned great to watch, uh, slight issue. Not it was sure. hard to watch you, is what it was. Yes. Um, so I mean, I'm a 35-year-old guy. I grew up with technology from the start, dial up AOL. Um, you know, I had to I had to figure out more in the hard ways. So I am able to stream golf any, you know, I'm able to figure it out. Um, it didn't take me that long to figure out that I need to go to CBS sports app, download it, and I could stream to my TV. That's fine. But you can't find that information anywhere. Like I had a, no. my buddy Dan texted me at like nine o'clock. He's like, dude, it's how it, this is horse shit that I haven't been able to watch any golf today. And Rory's about to win the tournament or be in a playoff. And I responded and I was like, dude, I've been up since like. 5.30 watching this tournament live. Live. What do you mean? It's not available. It's available. Download the CBS Sports app. Yeah. Uh, it's free. Before, I think I was watching it on Golf Channel, maybe. I, I, I truly don't know. L- like, the only benefit that I will say Hulu gives you, uh, one, they're partnered with e- or 
all owned by the same company. So you get ESPN plus with Hulu. So automatically. Yeah. Or so with Hulu, like plus, like with the like live yeah. TV. Yeah. Yeah. So ESPN <laughs> plus is a part of that package. Kev, oh, let me tell you what I wish know. I knew before I bought ESPN plus. That it came with Hulu yeah. plus. Luckily, John, yeah. Adley, great guy. He split it. He has been splitting it with me each year. So just cost extremely classy. Not as a course classy act, not just asking for the credentials. Um, so with what Hulu does, I'm not sure if you're familiar, they'll just based off your browsing history, show you like what they recommend. So regardless if, if golf is on ESPN plus or the golf channel or on CBS or on NBC, it's just going to show me that golf is on. So I just oh. click it <clears throat> on the television and it'll bring me to whatever. Okay. Whatever streaming. Yeah. Um, so it was easy for you to find hard for literally everybody else in the world. No. So that is on a normal day because oh. they pushed forward all the tea times because of the wind. They actually did this mm. two days in a row. None of the, the uh, cable providers changed their uh, broadcasting window. And I'm sure this is, I'm, I'm sure it's contractual, um, contractual. And I'm also sure it's not as easy as it sounds for them to do that either. Well, it better be if that happens this week. Um, well, yeah, I guess that's a really I good just, point. Like, this isn't a, really an event. What, what are you playing? I mean, typically in for, this golf, we're talking about first thing in the morning on a Sunday. No good television is on. Kids would watch cartoons. If I remember being like a teenager, being like nothing is on television. Sports Center would just do reruns. Um, NBC would have like infomercials on until like eleven. Like I'm not wrong here, right? Like the lower channel. I feel like a lot of those channels, though, like they have like news programs on that are always on at that time of day. Like, they have like, like a, a special, you know what I mean? like a 60 like, minute sort of special on not even I'm, I'm just thinking like 60 I'm minutes like, like the today show for example like that's just always on whatever I don't know from 7 a.m to 10 a.m or whatever it is. you know what I mean like I think that kind of shit is on yeah 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 well I don't I don't know I don't watch that shit but yeah um, well, we we need we need we need priorities so anyways I wasn't so I'm I'm like I was able to watch it on golf channel and then it just ended and all of a sudden I'm watching the champions tour and I was like what the fuck um and like they did the barbasol well it was so early it wasn't even on oh Uh, but i agree i wouldn't care about the shaving cream championship either um but they didn't even like do a sign off they were just like showing some guy in the bunker and then all of a sudden it clipped to a guy on the t-box i was like that motherfucker has horrible posture and i was like yeah oh and so anyways had to find it on cbs sports app was able to stream it to my television which is fine but People without smart TVs, uh, so that that's it's got to be it's got to be easier to access at the end right. of the day. And it's all like the time of day was what was tough for me because, like, the coverage was essentially over by what like nine a.m. our time for the most part, like nine thirty nine nine thirty ten definitely by ten a.m. Yeah, yeah. Like I start work like I'm fr- Thursday and Friday. I start work at nine a.m. So like. I'm not really, I'm like doing my normal morning routine. I'm not getting up and watching it. And then the weekend, like I was driving down to Connecticut or I was playing golf on Mm -hmm. something. I didn't get to watch like any of it, but like, I also, 
I don't care that much about the Scottish. Like I'll watch the open. I'm going to like find a way to like watch the, like I'll probably have the, the open on Sunday streaming on my phone while I'm driving down to Sterling farms. Yeah. And, and it's understandable. I had a huge rooting interest. I had a lot of guys in contention. It's coming down mm-hmm. to the wire in our fantasy league. I huge, huge. You separated yourself this week a little bit. Didn't you? I, I uh, definitely did well with Rory coming in first and having another top 10. Oh my God. Um, you are dominant right now. I've 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 done well in the past six weeks. I think I've won five out of the last six. You um, picked up five points on the league last week. It's huge. Yeah, you're the only person that picked. Oh, never mind. Only two other people picked up points, and they are in last and third to last place. And everybody else in the league lost points last week. Well, all right. Well, I'm 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 coming in strong. My team's finally showing up, but. I was able to watch a, a decent amount Saturday morning and Sunday morning just because I wanted to. So like my internal clock, yeah. when you're going to bed at like 9, 30, 10 o'clock, um, it's not that difficult yeah. to wake up at 5, 36. So um, I was definitely able to watch some golf. It It's just wild. The undulations of the, first of all, I want to admit something. There's a safe space. I thought it was undulations. I thought it was a G. Um, I well, it 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 is pronounced how you just said it. It's un- spelled with a D. So it's pronounced undulations, but it's spelled undulations. Yeah. See, see, now we're now we're just being thrown for a loop here. I I mean that's what I've always done. I maybe I'm wrong, and ho- hopefully this is you know the trust tree here. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I always um, I say undulation and it is spelled with a D. I can confirm the yes. spelling for sure. Okay, all right. Well, anyways, I guess I'm saying all right. Um, just watching the ball move across the golf course, um, it it's just so cool to see how the shots have to be played out. Now, going into that a little bit, um, that is a little preview of what I felt like our round at Keeney was, um, especially. <laughs> Like on the greens, like you had to hit certain parts of these green. You'd hit one part and it would roll 35 feet to the to the other side of it. Um, but I just loved seeing that in the Scottish Open, and we're gonna get it again this week in the Open Championship. Um for I'm pretty sure we both went one and two. Yep, we both went one and two. I know I went one last week. Okay. Um so no ground lost or nor gained. Nope, 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 nothing. Um and we only have we only we only have three events left. Um, and we only have three uh, events left. I, I I think you said you wanted to stop at the Wyndham, right? You didn't, or maybe yeah, like we're not going. I don't know. I maybe I just didn't write it in. I only have three more columns filled out. I have the Open Championship, three M, and Wyndham. We can discuss that later. Or not. What's after the Wyndham? The BMW, uh, FedEx St. Jude. Oh oh. Yeah, I don't remember if we were including. Yeah, I mean, we don't need to figure it out now or not. We can. But um, yeah. yeah. Um, picks last week sucked. Rory won though, so that was good for the money. Um, 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 I think my only winning bet was my Bobby Mack pick. Your. You had Hobland over Fowler. Oh, did I not? Oh no, never mind. I, I was saying how I thought you were gonna take Bobby Mack last yep. week. That's that's yep, it. yep. Um he would have been okay. a nice top five pick. 
I would have probably. Out, yeah, I would have paid out. Who nicely. knows? He might. Uh, he might come out slinging this this week at a. Uh... You know. You know. I don't understand about um, the Open this year. It's being played at Royal Liverpool, but they interchangeably call it Royal Liverpool and Hoy Lake. And like, I realize that Royal Liverpool is in. I think it's considered a town. I don't know if they call them towns. Correct. Hoy Lake. It's in Hoy Lake, but like, why do they? Why do they keep like if it's being played at Carnoustie? They say it's being played at Carnoustie. They don't say it's being played in whatever. You know what I mean? I do. Um, but they they would also be like, you have five different spellings for the word there. Fair. Like it, they, I mean, they're like we're we're no. working with their language a little bit here. Like they, that's the way they they say it. I I don't know. I I think it's weird. Yeah. But I get I don't I, I think like at first I was just confused because I was like, are there two different courses? I'm like, maybe there's like Royal Liverpool and it's the Hoy Lake course. And I looked it up and that's not the case. But either way, I, I digress. Not a huge deal. I just it's a point of confusion for you for your boy here. Um, but no, I agree. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing some Linksy golf. Um been been watching live from a little bit this evening before we hopped on the uh the ones and twos here, getting some of the boys' feedback um scotty actually had an interesting take on the course incoming he was saying how these pot bunkers he's like he's like if i start going towards one i'm getting scared like i'm just my number one goal is to avoid the bunkers and he was saying how they're weird from a lot of other courses because they have like the big face or whatever Layers, on them. Yeah. but he's like a lot of those other courses the sand is almost like slanted on an uphill towards them and he was like here it's almost more like it, the sand is pitched down towards the wall so it's like even if you get up close to the, you can't splash it out at all um so something to, something to keep an eye out for it seems like the the weather is going to be somewhat inclement too so i'm excited yeah no i can't wait um and uh yeah i mean tommy will be, but, and so it's not as bad like rory's gonna be teeing off at 10 a.m on no, it's it's Thursday. slightly better How on the weekend. These... It like it it really won't be as bad. Like because there's a like probably 160 guys being an open. Um, there are so many tea times. Like Tommy Fleetwood's got a 4:47 tea time. I'm probably not going to wake up for his featured group if there was one. Um, no, I would I would certainly think not. Um. Oh yeah. So yeah, this is. This is crazy. So Brandon Grace tees yep. off at 1.35 a.m. And I have Nick Taylor teeing off at 10.20 a.m. Oh, my How God. How do you have tee times that far apart? Like, Well, it's crazy because doesn't the sun stay up way th- later there, too? Well, yes. Yeah. Um, like, I've heard of people tea? playing the, golf until, like, 11 p.m. in Scotland. The guess, latest is it in tea- Scotland or England? England. Okay. The... Um, the latest tea time is eleven fifteen. It's a full eleven hours later. Eleven sixteen. Oh, so um, ten hours later, I guess. Eleven thirty-five, one thirty-five to eleven sixteen. Dude, yeah. that's crazy. That's so many tea times. Sending them out. Oh, there's only one. Oh, they're sending a twosome out at first, then threesomes. Wait, that's crazy. Why is it so 
why is there such a large spread? Uh, because they probably cut off tea time. So, oh, there's like an early group and a late group with a gap in between. Yeah. Oh, uh, why? Yeah. Um, no, that wouldn't just... make sense either. Like, what would be the point of that? That would just piss guys off. Well, they do it sometimes when they do teas. split teas. Um, no, this is just they have tea times every eleven minutes for a hundred. 56 groups, 156 divided by three, 50 something. Okay. I mean, whatever. That's a long day of tea times. Um, all right. Well, whatever. We'll get into our picks later on. Um, we played some golf. Kevin played some really good golf on Sunday. But before we got to Sunday, we had a match. The match. We, had a match. we had a match over at Keeney. Um, was very excited about it. Uh, we talked about it last week. Hadn't played. Do you have both of our scores over there, by the way? Sure do. Okay, cool. Because um, I don't the scorecard I think is in my push cart, which is my car. That's all right. That's all right. So it was before we get into it. Um, I I bought a ball in the in the clubhouse before we get there. Add that to the uh to the display behind. Oh, you bought it before you even yeah, because I figured, off. well, I went in, I, I went in to pay, I looked around, and I was like, eh, I'll just grab a ball. Um, nothing, Dude, nothing screamed out to me. So, supremely underwhelming pro shop, actually, because we were both hyping it, it up and how excited we were. And then it was actually funny because you said it to me, and I was there before you were. When I was in the pro shop, I was like, they don't have anything, like, good here. Nothing that wowed me. And listen, I don't want to sound like I'm some fashionista or something like that. It's just I don't need another polo that just has this logo on it just because. Like, I didn't like the patterns on the shirts they had. Like, I I don't need something just to have something. And, yeah, God, I, I look anytime I see Courtney, like, throwing shit making a goodwill donation i'm like fuck yes i'm throwing at least 10 things away let's go it yeah. I, I just i have too much i wear the same stuff over and over again but i have a closet full of shit um, dude i'm the biggest culprit of that like i wear the same like five shirts like five t-shirts and five golf shirts and then like everything else is just like slowly gets pushed further and further down the line oh yeah oh yeah um so what did you think of the course um you oh yeah, first. I'd love to. T- I'd love to talk about the course. I actually, I really, really enjoyed the course. I thought it had a really cool layout. Like you said, a lot of undulations on honestly the entire course itself, but also um, the greens, especially. I think I, I texted you about this, saying that I like courses like that where, and I think I compared it to the ranch, if I remember correctly. I like when you're hitting your approach shot and you have to think about what the green does, not just when you're putting, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. your standard Muni, you're just like, oh, I'm just going to aim for the middle of the green. And like, it's not really going to go anywhere, but like there you could like land it on one side of the green and it's going to roll 20 feet in an, in another direction. So you have to like kind of take that into account when you're picking like your aiming lot, aiming points and stuff. Um, and I thought that the course itself was just, was really cool. Like I thought the par threes especially were, were really cool um that first one that was like over that big ravine that 
the one that I think was called short that we all made par on. And when I was standing on the tee box, if you told, if someone told me that all four of us were going to make par, I would probably tell you to go fuck yourself. Cause it was just like surrounded by bunkers and looked a little bit ominous and over uh, water. No, it wasn't over water. I think there was just like a waste area that kind of like, uh, Oh, well, yeah. Oh, well, well, all right. Out of bounds. I mean, it was a hazard. Oh, really? I didn't, I thought it was just more like fescue or something. Um, but short of those That's, bunkers, I don't know if you were able to play your ball out of there. Um, I could be yeah, wrong. I don't really, rem- I don't really remember now that I'm thinking about it either. Um, but making par was nice. Yeah, but then I thought it was. I mean, I don't know. There was a cool blend of there were some really long par fours, but then there was also some short par. I mean, my buddy Chris that we played with on the first hole, he drove it to like a foot short of the green. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, number one played, or the scorecard says plays 332 uh, from the back tees where we played. Um, definitely downhill, though. Um, I, I was going to say, because he was within a foot of the green, and I was maybe, what, 10 yards behind him? I wasn't. Yeah, you guys you, you guys were both very close. Um, that that and, was certainly a short. Um, so, yeah, there, you know there what it two... was about that hole? The first, like. 250 yards was kind of not uphill but like the the fairway was on an upslope but once you got past that it kind of like careens down so like if once you got carried past a certain point it would bounce down the hill if i remember yeah i didn't get all the way up that um and then i sculled my shot over the green but i was able to get up and down for bar so i made it work made a great Um, par on one but uh yeah there was the short par uh four on number one that was three thirty-two, and then we had the twelfth hole was three twenty-three. Uh, that was called Soldier's Field, uh, by the way. Um, yeah, your boy made triple and, Soldier's Field. No, and there there were two others that were. There was one that was three ninety-seven, and then there was one that was three sixty-nine. Um, but there were also um, we had two par fours, three par. L- listen to this stretch, guys. 455, 407, 457, back to back to back par fours. Um, and 457 was definitely playing more like 465 because I remember the plaque where we were teeing off from said 465. Oh, no, I, I agree. And just they were, they were long. Um, it, it, it was, there was a few, I, so, I, had, I had a lot so of I'll seven irons into greens, which I don't really have a lot. I'll, I'll back up one more. It was four four par fours in a row, 428, 465, 407, 457. I mean, they were deep. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, the, the only thing that just blew my mind is how the 450, uh, like the 455 hole number seven called Biarritz. Um, was the seventh handicap. I just don't understand how you can have a par four be that long um, and be the... And four. it had a ridiculous green complex too. Do you remember yeah. that? It had like, there was like a half pipe in the middle yeah. of the green. Yeah, it, it was tough. I le- I, I I really did enjoy the greens. Um, I, my putting stat, I had 36 putts. It, I mean... Oh, I had to have at least that. I didn't keep your putts. I'm selfish. Thank I'm sorry. You. It's just, well, it's just, it's a lot. Like when keeping, oh, I, score, I know, like, I don't want to know how many putts I had that day. Cause I know it's a lot. Um, 
Yeah, but have I mean I had one, two. Oh, so I only had two three putts because I had two one putts. Okay, not horrible, but just nothing. No, nothing great. It was just they were tough putts. Even when you had an eight foot putt, a ten foot putt, like even though it seemed so close, and you're like, hey, that was a hell of a shot, me getting into the screen. It wasn't a straight putt. It was none of them were easy. So, yeah, and also the greens were pretty quick too. So, like oh, a yeah. six foot putt with a little bit of movement, like you want to hit it firm to take some of the breakout. But if you miss it, you're going four or five feet past, and you're like, well, fuck. <laughs> like now, what? You know? Um, no, I the the greens were in my head all day, and it was hot as fuck. Oh, I yeah. think the hottest well, hottest round of the year for me out on the course. Oh, Kev, I had a sick putt on number two that um that went in probably 15 feet. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember. And on you're like, sick putt, you're like par. And I just looked at you and I'm like, I just like shake my head, fucking bogey. Like it's just things like that yeah. that like it's unfortunate we tied the hole, no bloodshed. It's all fine and gravy, but it's just one of those things where it's like, well, yeah, if I didn't duff my other shot and I didn't skull it into the bunker, like golf's just frustrating, man. It's especially when a course starts getting stretched out like that too. Cause like if you, if you're playing on like a little bit of a shorter course, you, you miss hit a shot. Like you can still like kind of go for the green, but like, if you're 200 yards out and like you hit a poor shot, now you still have like 140 out and you have some tree trouble or something, you know, it, it, like it adds up quick. Yeah. The 237 par three was, was a brute. Um, yeah. She was total long. brute. She was long. Um, all right. So we'll, 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 we'll just get in. I think we both have similar, similar feedback to the course. I, I, I liked it. I think that it doesn't hold water very well. It was extremely wet. No, holds it everywhere. holds water too well. Uh, yes, it doesn't want to get rid of it. Doesn't want to not hold water. It just wants to hold on to it and and have water be there. Um, I would like to play when it's dry. Yeah, I, I um agree. I think that, and I I have played there before. It just kind of remind me. It's just extremely difficult. You find yourself in positions. Um, like Kev, I can't tell you with the false fronts on, on these elevated greens, these false fronts that will drop your ball down 40 yards. Um, and I don't think I'm exaggerating by, by that at all. And you and, literally had one that landed on the green and rolled all the way. Yeah, yards uh, the yeah. That was, that was a rude one. And what, and then we're talking about like domed greens, egg shaped greens that, you know how you now have to get the ball up immediately and carry, but you can't go too far because you'll roll off the back or roll onto another tier, but you yeah. can't leave it short because then you're going to be right back where you were. Luckily, right. none of that didn't happen to any of us that day. And I was thinking about it later because maybe it just happened to me so many times. Um, I was like, damn, like, the score could be a lot worse if you find yourself there and you just hit a shot and it, you just, you don't get up there. Um, it, it's definitely a, a course that will penalize you. Um, it's, it's tough. Um, hundred percent, but, but, but it was fun. Um, 
we uh so kevin and i um he, i'm getting three strokes on him uh i'm playing to a 13 at this course he's playing to a 10 um playing from the back tees which are about 6500 we both par the first let me let me say something about the tees by the way yeah i put me and the pats play from about 6500 yards when we play like that's just like the length of town of colony Mm -hmm. this felt like a much longer course than 6500 yards to me so first of all i felt that it was a lot longer um for um a few reasons one everything was so elevated um so that's one of the reasons i thought it was long but outside of the um numbers on the scorecard dude it's a long walk like i um i had said it to a buddy in a group chat and he just out of nowhere i I was just like yeah i played keeney and he was like that's a, a really long walk and i was like you know Like, I do felt like we walked a long way today. Um, Yeah, and I don't know how much of an impact the heat had on it, but I do totally agree. Like, It's it's also very hilly. Very hilly. um, Not even super spread out, honestly, though. Like, all the greens are right next to the next tee boxes, too. Like, But I agree. It was a long fucking – I think it was just because of how hilly it was. Um, And the heat was brutal. It was hot. It was yeah, a scorcher. It was ridiculously hot. Like the amount of water I can cons- or liquid I consumed that entire day, it was just it, it was ridiculous. Well, I, I think it, it it said it all. Um, we went in after nine. Um we loaded up on water on the front nine. I go in after nine, grab a couple bud lights, and I was like, oh, I kind of have to piss, but there's people waiting. And I was like, all right, whatever, I'll just find s- spot on the course at some point. Yeah, like three holes later, somebody makes a comment like I haven't even peed yet today. And then it, I then realized that I no longer had to go to the bathroom. I was like, I don't even have to piss anymore because I was yeah. so fucking dehydrated that I'm just sweating it out or whatever. I'm like, well, it, it was actually a really funny conversation because I forget who first said it. But then it, like all of a sudden, all of us were just like, you know, I haven't peed today either. And like the amount of liquid we've all been consuming is ridiculous. Yes. Um. It was ridiculously hot. So, um, but yeah, anyway, um, let's uh, we get back into it. I'll let you uh, go to the recap. All right. So first hole, part four. Uh, Kevin and I both part. Gotta love it. Great start for the boys. Second hole to par five. We end up both with bogeys. Not ideal, but no blood. Mm-hmm. All right. Hole number three. Uh, Wait, part- hold on a second. Let me go. Let's go back to hole two. Yep. Um, I will say that hole two. So I think Keeney is a course that you probably want to play a few times and start to like know like where what you want to be hitting and where you want to be hitting, especially yeah. that par five though. Like that's a really funky par five. Um, I don't think I necessarily really, really would have played it differently, but it's just like a very obscure par five. Yeah, it's called cross country. Um. Great name for it, too. Yeah, absolutely. No, I completely agree. I, I certainly thought after a couple shots um, that it would have been helpful to, you know, maybe have a better idea. And you said it great at the beginning of the podcast. It, you really needed to be hitting specific parts of the green because that was going to move the ball to different parts of the green. And mm-hmm. there were some greens were so far away with, like, you had no idea. There were a couple I got so lucky with, like, 
just you found yourself on the right plateau of the green. You were just like, sick. How do I make this tier? But like, right. There were other times where it was like, shit, I'm really far past the hole. And this is really downhill. Um, yeah. Or so, there'll be a pin that's like two feet before like another roll that was like your ball is going to roll 30 feet away. Yeah. So like so, you're hitting tentative putts. Yeah. So not to always complain. I feel like I do that a lot as does my wife, but I will say, I feel like these pin placements were really shitty. Like they were all like two feet off. Um, there were some off, tough like, pins, man. Right on, uh, right on uh, slopes. Like I, they did have a men's club event that day. It just, even through like five holes, it was like, we haven't had a pin that wasn't two paces tucked off the green. Like, it, it it was t- it was tight. So yeah, I, 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 I didn't see I didn't see any PCC adjustments uh, in the, in the gin app, but uh, hopefully they're uh, just doing a little catch up. So, anyways, we're all square through two. Moving on to hole number three, it's called the Pit. That's a par three, about 160 yards. Uh, Kevin parted. I played like trash. Shot a double. Kevin's going up one. Let's go um, up early. At any, any, you know, we felt good about it. Uh, next hole is the Klondike. Actually, funny thing about that, Kev, I had a beer at a local brewery, Rule of Three, um, down in East Hampton or Portland. I'm not sure town okay. situation. Called the Klondike last week. Let me tell you, wouldn't order it again. Way too dark for me. I thought oh. I was gonna like it. Oh my god, Kev! Once she poured it, I was like, "Fuck, that's dark." Um. Are you a brewery guy? You don't really strike me as a brewery. The guy. thing is, I'm not. I didn't it's, think so. No, but I, I, well, I always try something new every time I go there. I, oh, I, I respect that, and I won't send it back. I'll, I'll like sip it and go like, mm. and like there'll yeah. be some. The Can I get a water to wash this down with? Yeah, well, usually there's a water jug, so I don't have to embarrass myself for that. But yeah, yeah no, for sure. Um, but the bigger breweries, they have so much more variety. Like Rule of Three, there was only like. 12 beers for me to choose from that was tough you go to like um illicit i like their beers like a, a hazy ipa um i'm i'm good with like there's yeah. probably five different types that i could try there like and if you really wanted you could get i'm pretty sure you can like buy canned domestic beer there too or seltzer. Yeah, Alyssa's at, at the, one in Manchester, right? Yeah. At the very least, you can get like high noons and seltzers. Yeah, because they're not, I don't even know if they're necessarily a brewery. They just sell a Correct. bunch of different other breweries, craft beers. But you know what you can run into at breweries? Fun place, too, is some of them like only really make a bunch of different versions of the same type of beer. Like some breweries like only make, they have like eight beers and seven of them are IPAs. You know what I mean? So like you got to find a good brewery with some variety. Get yourself like a like a lager or a pilsner or something, right? Something that's gonna you know wet your whistle. But I can you know we'll, we'll maybe we'll cruise around. We'll hit some breweries together, dude. I'd love to add that to a little golf trip. We, breweries and birdies. Get the pints and putts guys involved. I think. let me let me check my schedule. Yeah, I think that'll be, be a good Vermont trip right there. Great breweries dude, up there. So I will say. Um, the there is one brewery that I have loyalty to, and it's Alchemist. Oh yeah, I I like um, Heady Topper, but and but Focal Banger is my preference. Um, but yep, I believe I think they talked make about this one I'm other. The same way. I'm not I, I'm not up on what the other one is. 
Focal Banger and Heady Topper are their two large ones. So if I if I support you know two thirds you know sixty six percent of the beers that you're you're putting out there, um, I, I'd say that um, I'm I'm I, uh, I'm probably a fan of the other thirty three percent. I would have to assume. Um. So yes, we need to we need to work on the pout a little bit, but I like the Bud Light prices. I do, I do. It's it's That's tough fair. when it's like oh, do, would you like a four pack? And you're like, hold on, how come it says? That was twenty dollars. Well, because they are. It's just as much as my Bud Light. I, I was like, well, I get twenty of them. I, I get twenty four of them in there. Well, no, that, but the the beer has gone up. But um, it is a thing when like you're like, your beer costs eight bucks, mine costs four, and it's like, well, yeah, oh, it's a it's yeah. a thing. Like, oh, we're gonna split this bill now. We can, well, don't worry, I'll catch up other ways. We'll make this even. <laughs> Two for one special. Every time you bring him one, you bring me two. And every three minutes after that, bring me another one. Until one of us is passed the fuck out. Um, Anyways, back to Klondike. Hole number four. Um, Was not a strong hole for Kev. He ended up with a double bogey. I ended up with a three-putt bogey. All back to even. Yep. Next hole is called long par four. Not very creative with the name there. The hole was long. Um, I ended up. Wait, taking... let's go back though, because it's, it's a long hole, but there are two more par Agreed. fours on the front that are longer than it. So why is this one long? I... The joke on the golf course is not appropriate for the joke on the podcast. Um, not sure where the names came from, Kev. Um, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All anyway, right. so we're on poll number five. It's called long. And what happens, Brian? I end up with a bogey, a three putt bogey. You end up with a double bogey. So I end up can confirm going up one. Yeah, I'm up one after five. Next hole, it's called short par three. Super creative. Really, really nice hole. Uh, Kev, I, well, I, I ended up playing first. Um, not in the group, but. Ended up, I thought I actually had a really great shot. Ended up being about 20 feet away, maybe, um, when mm-hmm. we got up there. You were just on the fringe, right? Yes, just off. Yeah. Definitely uh-huh. puttable. That's certainly something about this course. Like, there were times I'm five feet off the green in the fringe. Um, it, it, there were a couple times I was in barely first cut, and I'm putting. Because you can't chip it. Like, you, you're not going to be able to put enough spin on it to stop the ball. If you just... Not unless you have those freshies. Yeah, well, yeah, Kev got the fresh grooves. Kev has those mm-hmm. fresh grooves, so he he makes it move. Um, so I I put one to about twenty feet. Um, thought it was great. Kev goes up, puts one to I don't know, maybe nine feet. 10, yeah, ten was, feet. Well, maybe ten, eleven feet below the hole. Not a straight putt. Tough. He missed it by maybe two inches. Um, this probably my shot of the day though. It was a gorgeous shot. It's actually between that or my approach shot on the next hole for for me personally, but we'll talk about that later. Um, I mean, overall, I would say yes. Uh, agreed on the next hole, better. But this was it was mm-hmm. it was a pearl that you, know, you put there. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, no blood. Uh, par three. I'm up one through six. We head over to number seven, Biarritz, which. I played like trash. Uh, what is it called? Uh, I don't know. Just... Okay. I thought, oh, I, all right. So we're going to go with that. B I A R R I T Z. Do you have any 
any suggestions, you just let us know. Your boy over here struggled badly. 455 yard hole. I doubled it. It, it it's a tough one for me. Um it, it it wouldn't have mattered because Kev played it like a like a I mean like a stud. He had a gem off the tee. He was longer mm. than uh I think he was the longest in the group in the left side of the fairway, right? Yeah, because my buddy yanked his to the left, remember? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh and uh Kev ends up with a par. Now, mm-hmm. how do you compete with that? It's tough to compete when your boy gets a par. Like, he's on in regulation. Kev, what'd you hit there into the green? Five iron. Yeah. Okay. I think All I right. had 192. I think uh, I think it was 192, and I just hit a pure five iron to the middle of the green, two-putted for par. Yeah, no, oh, well, well deserved. So we're all, we're all back to square. Um, I'm still kind of flabbergasted I wasn't getting a stroke there. But it wouldn't have mattered because Kev played it as perfectly as um, as you could. Really, you did. Um, next hole, hogs back. Uh, par four, 407 yards. Um, we both didn't play it that great. Both ended up with a bogey. So You know what? I know why it's called hogs back now. Because of the green. Do you remember the green? It's like almost like a perfectly square green, but right down the middle is just like a, like oh, a little yeah. like berm. And like anything that you hit to the right side, it's like the continental fucking divide. Like if it lands on the right, it's going to roll to the right. If it lands on left, it's going to roll to the left. Yeah. I kept mine low and I rolled down and. Uh... No, you were in the bunker. You're in the church pews. Oh, that hole. Yeah. First of all, I, I think I had an amazing out from the church views. You hit, honestly, that might have been your shot of the day. Honestly, those bunkers, you were really like playing the lottery with landing in those bunkers. There were some, I mean, I had, I, I will say, we, we said when we started, we were going to give ourselves fresh rakes. Um, so I did. I, I put a tee in the ground, gave it a little rake, but it's still like so wet and still muddy. Like, all you were trying to do is create some sort of dirt underneath so you could hit it. Because you weren't trying to like go six feet further back into the bunker and try to hit a longer shot. You know what I mean? Also, you actually ended up in the worst bunker, I think, on the golf course on a good day for bunker sand. And you had it on the worst day for bunker sand on the, the par three third hole. You were in that bunker that was probably legitimately 25 feet below the surface of the green. It was tough. Got out though. You did get out, and one like I was very impressed by that. Um, that's that's one of those things, Kev, where it like in a men's club event, I'd I'd really let that get to me. But in match play, I was like, he already hit the green. Like he he's got a par. Like it's I I just need to like keep up with the group and not slow anyone down. And like, let's just keep going. Like you get like that happens. Like, you know, you're going to lose a hole in match play. It, yeah, it it's almost freeing. I, I think it is at, at times. Yeah. Like, Cause you can kind of just get it out of the way and then, Hey, maybe something happens and you're back in it and maybe you get a push out of it. Who knows? Then you might feel a little bit of a morale of, of a victory there. Like it, sometimes you just have to like, 
let it come to you. Like if it's not yeah. there, it's not there. Don't get me wrong. I hit a couple shots where I was like, I'm just going for it. Let's see if we can make yeah. it happen. And nothing terrible happened. I did hit it into a cemetery. Uh, poor, poor placed out of bounds. I get it. I get it. Um, but give me more trees. Oh, you did go OB on that one? Oh, yeah, by maybe three feet. Yeah, as soon as I saw I, I saw your ball and I was like, oh, it's going to be right over there in those trees. And I, as I'm looking over where it was, I was like, why are there white stakes here because it at first it looked like there was another golf hole coming down the other side and then as i got over there i think it was bob he was like that's a cemetery i'm like oh that's so good not to mention that i shouldn't have been dropping where i dropped like so i had to walk back like 20 feet just to get back um across the cart path because like that's where the the white line was Uh and then i'm like i need to go back there and they're like just fucking hit it there who gives a shit like you're, you're already oh, yeah fucking. like you're not right you're not like play, we're playing a match like you're you're out of it for the whole it doesn't matter but like it's just one of those things where i don't know i i, I feel like that could have a huge pace of play problem but like if, if it's like a men's club event, you yeah, have people go up there and be like, players. I don't know, I'm not sure. I don't want to just hit enough. Like, I don't people would probably just hit a provisional in that situation. Yeah, maybe I should have. Anyways, I wasn't uh, even thinking about that. I mean, it granted to it. Well, wait, how are we talking about that hole right now? Because, oh, we just, we're, we're just, I was gonna say the situation too. Like, I think I was green siding too. It was like, whatever. Anyway, all right, we're right. on hogs back. Well, we both end up with bogeys. So we're okay. still even through eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, going into nine, it's called the road. Uh, it's actually just called road. Uh, 457 yards, playing super uphill. Um, Kev hits a pearl. He ends up with a par. Um, now, I end up with a bogey. I Like, it was not easy for me. You know, it, it you had a great bogey. I, it, I remember like when I saw where you were hitting your hitting onto the green from, I was like, Oh, they, uh, there's no way he can like get it within 20 feet or whatever. And you just threw it to like 15 feet somehow. I don't know how you did it. it yeah, well, when you struggle in, in, in other parts of your game, Kev, you, you know, you get experience points. They're kind of just given to you. I think that's where the golf gods really come in. Okay. That's fine. Uh, giving you these, the experience points, other places. Now, because this was a difficult hole index number three, I stroked, which means Kevin and I actually pushed on this hole, which means we turned the scorecard over with no blood. Yep, that's true. Kevin shot a 41 on the front. I shot a 44. Um, On the back, I'll try to go through this a little bit quicker. Um, On the back, start with a par five. It was just a tough hole for Kev. Uh, Mm -hmm. Tough off the tee. um, And then... You know, little trouble from there. I actually ended up with a par. It's so funny. Five hundred and thirty-three yards. I went uh, hybrid. I went driver, hybrid, hybrid, two putt. And uh, hey, great way to make par. Let me tell you, it was a very unorthodox way to get par, but par nonetheless. So I think that was my third double of the day, if I recall. It. It was your third double of the day. That's correct. Yeah. Um, don't worry. There's more to come soon. Yeah. Next hole. It's called Dell. Kevin and I 
played it like a pearl, except it's a par three. That's the only problem with it. It's a par three. It's 237 yards. It was playing. It was two actually 241 to the flag. It was playing 228, I think. Yeah, they had the tees all the way back, and it was a back pin. If I remember um, I crushed a three wood. I I thought I hit it perfectly. Ended up being like five, maybe five, seven yards short of the green. Um, I wasn't able to get up and down. Ended up with a bogey. Um, Kev, to be honest, I don't remember where you put your ball off the tee. I I fanned a three iron. Ended up short right in the rough, and there's a bunker short right that I was just short of. And I actually hit a sick flop shot to like maybe eight feet past the hole and didn't make the putt. Story of the day, Kev. Can't make the putt. Can't make the putt. I had Not, so many no, bro, looks. I'm just kidding. They weren't easy. I'm oh, kidding. no, dude. Like I had so I missed so many what should have been easy putts that uh, that day. It was so frustrating. Um, um, so, yeah. Anyway, we we tie there. So we're still uh, or you're I'm on one. Up. one. Yep. I'm one up through 11. Next hole, 323 yard par four called Soldier's Field. Um, another crooked number for you, Kev. Um, I lost two balls. It was on the same hole. So your second shot. So the first ball, they were both tough. I, I they, they were just both it, bad. Well, the second one was a good shot, but it, I think it just jumped on me. Oh, you you crush it! Like I saw it soaring, and then I, like, even where you were looking, that's where the ball was. But it was so thick and such. Yeah, uh, like I don't, I don't know. You could have been standing on that ball, and you weren't going to find it. Yeah, I know. I was actually thinking about it on my drive home, and I'm wondering if when I shot the flag, I actually picked up the stuff behind the flag and got a number that was like. 15 yards too long. Oh boy. That, that I mean which could have like, would have explained a lot for me, but it could definitely either way, that's you, why uh, I always like the double confirmation with the watch. Yeah, that's smart. That's smart. But either way, I uh, I had a I had a large number there and you you had a number that was smaller than mine. Yeah, I ended up with a bogey. Kevin ended up with a uh triple. I got a triple, right? Um next hole, par three. We both bogey. Um so I'm up. I thought that was a really cool hole too that par three that was like with like the huge backstop along the back of it i thought Buck that was 88 cool. um yeah it was it was really interesting i mean it, it, the the hill it was just like there's just so much undulation like after we got off the green i walked to the right side and i just dropped a ball um to the right of the green and it rolled all the way like it was barely trickling at first, and then it ended up rolling all the way past the flag. Yeah, totally. Um, just a really, really interesting shot because you left your short left right down the hill, and then you. I I chunked like a five iron. I got like halfway to the hole, and I had to hit a. I I, I hit a bad approach shot. It was in the fringe, so I right in hindsight, you could have blasted one over, and then just yeah. let it roll right back to the flag. Hundred percent. Yeah. No. That that was definitely a cool shot called Peninsula. Uh, just yep. so you know. Um. So I'm up to uh through thirteen. Don't worry, guys. I gave it all back. Quick double on the next hole with a three putt and a lost ball. Um. And Kevin pars it. Uh, par five. 
right in Kev's wheelhouse. No, no issues whatsoever. I lose a ball in the cemetery. I don't lose it. I, I, I get it, but um, get back out three. Play, either way, it, it wasn't going to happen yeah. um, for me on that hole. So I'm up one through 14. And then we go to Camel's back, which is a hole I'm stroking on, which is very important because we tie the hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both end up with bogey. I'm up two with three holes to play. We both bogey the next hole. I'm up two with two holes to play. And then I end up with a par on 17. Kevin ends up with a bogey uh, to, to close out the match. But we remove our caps. We shake our hands. We do. And then we move over to 18, which is a 197-yard par three. What way to just end it for, for your guys? Like, hey guys, I if you haven't struggled with the with the pit at 160 with short at 152, not bad, but tricky if you see them up close. Uh Dell at 237, Peninsula at 188, and now the punch bowl at 197. Why don't we just add some more fun for you guys? Um uh, and to add it all up to like, so I, I will say I, I lost oh, it on the back. I, I played horribly, but the oh, heat okay. totally, I think the heat got to me more than anything on, on Saturday. I don't know about you, but like it, like I felt like it severely impacted how I was playing golf. No, I can, com- I completely agree. Um, it was trying to keep your hands dry, trying to keep the clubs dry. It poured on us. Um, for a couple holes uh, on the back. Dude, the funniest, or I, I don't know if it was actually funny. When we were on 17, I hit a ball on the left-hand side, ended up sitting on a root. And I mean on a root, like there was root right behind this ball and a root right in front of this ball, like just wedged right in. Mm-hmm. And I just yelled out to you guys, um, our match was... Uh, our our group match? No, it wasn't or, over. Um, I, I I said, what do you want me to do here? I'll because I, I could have just advanced it with a hybrid. You're like, listen, we've already done this. Happened to somebody else. Take it back. Just hit it. And I was still like standing on a route when I hit it. I don't know why I didn't actually give myself a great lie, but smashed a six iron. Um. And I just saw it go right over a bunker that was right in front of the green. And I was like, I don't know how close it is. And it was definitely not as close as I thought it was. Like, I, my nipples were hard. Yeah. Right. I was like, yeah. this is going to be tight, guys. Um, And then Bob is, like, screaming fucking something at me. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm just putting my golf, my rain gear on my bag. And yeah. people, people were just yelling. I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Then I come to realize you guys didn't know that I hit. So you're just yeah. fucking standing in the rain. And I'm like... Take you know because I, I yelled over. I'm like, did, I'm like, did you hit? And you're like, yeah. And like the way you respond, I'm like, well, where are you? Because they're like where we were. There's like this hump of like fesc. It's it's weird. It's like a literally like a mound right in front of the green, covered in fescue, and to the right of it, where my angle was on the right side of the fairway, was I could see the pin on the front right, but I couldn't see like the center of the green. And you were like, yeah, like you're like, I'm, I'm like, I'll, you're, I'm, on the, I'm on the green. I'm like, I can't even see the green. We get up there. There's two balls up there. There's a ball on the green. That's not even from our group. 
I didn't see any balls up there. Um, so yeah, we're the assholes for not paying attention to your sixth shot, obviously. But, it's all right. It's all um, right. Bob was um, over here taking shady drops, so had to figure that out. No, no worries at all. So ended up on the day. Uh, I came in with a 43, Kev came in with a 46. We both shot 87s. Um, and I felt like I earned every single one of those shots. Like it honestly, when I had my full score tallied up and I was like at an 87. I was like, huh, not too bad. I felt like I didn't break 90. I think we had three 80s. I think you, me and Bob all shot 87s. And then my buddy Chris shot an 81. Chris, he was one Chris, over Chris on held front. it down he, for he the was, team. He started he birdie birdie on the front. Yeah. He, uh, that was, I, I mean, I looked, I was like, thanks for, thanks for the help there, partner. At one point me. you looked over at me and you're like, what's this kid's handicap? Cause he yeah, was well, playing like out of his mind for like the first, I think like six holes, like every approach shot that he hit was with like, it was six feet. You know what I well, mean? And, like, it's, and it's not just that because you can, like you can see guys that are maybe like mid teen handicappers that have like some nice approach shots and are able yeah. to get around. Like he's smoking it off the tee. Like there's yeah. just like you look at his swing and I'm just I'm like holy fuck like this kid crushed it. But I I know many people that golf's tough, man. Like just because you can smoke it off the tee doesn't mean you can get those hands soft enough and hit a nice little sand wedge or like yep. it, it's just tough. It's tough to put it all together. So, um, I, yeah, when I saw him out the first couple of tees, just fucking hitting the piss out of the ball i was like all right this guy's my partner let's go yeah <laughs> um but yeah no it was it was a good match uh congratulations on the win by the way got Appreciate the best it. of me been- uh but the best oh. is yet to come and uh yeah it was good to get i'm glad we played it at keeney because i feel like it's it's kind of a place that we were on the fence about going to play and could never decide if we were going to play there but I'm i'm glad we went to that course I am too. I would like, I don't think, see the reason I didn't even bring this up is I don't think this is an option. I wish they had an option for like mixed tees and I only want them mixed on like four holes. Well, you know what we should do if we're ever in this situation, we should just have a, like a whole draft where you and I alternate and like we pick a whole, you're like, I'll be like, Oh, I want to play seven from the blue tees and then you'll be like oh okay well i want to play 12 from the from the gold tees or i want to play i'm glad you didn't say green i'm glad yeah. I, I know you wanted to say well green. i'm looking at a completely different scorecard oh, so i don't even remember what the the things are but i think that would be kind of a cool idea and then we like circle it on the scorecard like all right we're gonna play like, oh we're gonna play we're gonna play seven from the red tees it's gonna be like well, a 250 yard par four you no, know what so- i mean I do agree with you. And I think that would be fun because I go back to this a lot and I'm not saying like, go play a four forty five hundred yard 18 and like, mm-hmm. think you're great about scoring low, but just because a hole is 360 yards instead of 402 yards, doesn't mean it's that much easier to get the ball in the hole. Um, right. So I, I, I completely agree with you, Kev, the, the par three, that we played at 237 would be mm-hmm. 127 for the uh from the frontiers. That'd be cool. 
Um, well, dude, even the blue, like I think the the tips are the golds there, right? And then the blues are one ahead of them, and the blues were a solid fifty yards. I think easily. they were playing like one seventy five. I think you said yeah. When you walked past. Um, they were fifty on the number. We weren't even counting slope. Yeah, no, I I think it'd be cool to go into it like with a um, like a a bobble bubble. Is it is that too old? Too old of a reference? Like a a yeah, yeah, hit a bubble and it pops up a number. So like you could just go through the scorecard and be like hole number uh, one playing the blue hole number two white hole number three blue 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 like and you yeah. just like make up your scorecard and it's like the board game sorry yeah there we go yeah 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 do you yep, have board one. games anymore I think we need more board games <sighs> yeah I think China stopped making them for us probably uh, but no I think that would be a that would be a fun idea to do. Um, I mean, I would maybe, I don't know. It could be fun to do it with like all the options for tees. I didn't know if it would be something where like. Dude, I'm down to do different stuff. Go to an executive course, go to a a little par three, par four, and just use like five clubs. I'm down to do anything. Listen, this is a content machine, the Life in the Rough podcast. We should do a a Life in the Rough Cup uh, playoff and have it be like three rounds of golf one full length one executive one par three or something like that and just have it be a full-on match play event i like it the, the only tough thing is it's the reality here don't hate me people don't make me sound like i'm uptight but uh executive courses and par three courses they just take so much fucking time to play because most of the time people that are playing yeah. them are beginners um yeah that's a fair point. So, like, it, it, it's just tough. Like, I remember playing at my family's uh, golf course, humble brag. It wouldn't matter because they'd see, like, a guy in a wife beater and basketball shorts and no shoes on, and they'd just be like, well, that guy looks like a psycho. We're going to let him play through. Does he have two beers in his hand? And, like, so I never really had to worry about waiting. But the reality is, like, a par three, the hole's 112 yards. It shouldn't take you more than three minutes to play the hole. Like I'm, right. I'm not being a dick. Hit it. Okay. Now you it should be somewhere. The close time. To the gr- it's it like will- the amount of time it takes you to walk that distance plus 45 seconds to a minute should take. That's how long it should take. You You're right. Minute. I was throwing that you were going to use a cart, but yeah, you know, oh, it okay. still well, only takes. Cart, even- yeah. It would only still only take 30 seconds to walk a hundred yards to. Yeah. Um, that's just my two cents on executive courses and par threes, but I love them. Portland West has a great executive course and me and Jack, I'm pretty sure it was Jack played there in like off season. Like you get a nice November day, like 60 degrees yeah. where no amateurs would like beginners would ever be out there. You have the course to yourself. Like that's the yeah. way to do it. There's a place up near here um, that me and me and the Pats will play at. They usually open before any of the other courses and it's an executive. It's like on both nines, the first seven holes are par threes and then the last two are par fours. Um, But it's fun. Like you go out and like, there was one time we went out, we each brought like five clubs. Yeah. Uh, That's a lot of use five clubs. Yeah. And like do, do shit like that. But I feel like the, the par threes or the executive course are more fun on like, if you're on like a buddy's golf trip and you want to play a second round, but like you don't want to play a full length course, you just want something casual, bring some beer, like that people's perfect. attention span. Yeah. Like that's what you always want. Something like that. Like go out, bump some tunes. We'll drink some Bud Lights. Yeah. Sometimes 20 bucks for the 24 pack, too, you know, 
some people can't count that high, like for a par four. They're like, they're drunk. They're like, I don't know how many I hit. It's like, well, all right. For this, it's yeah. a par three. You, we hit it from back there. Now, where are you now? Okay, so you're probably on two. Um, now let's go from here. Um, yeah. no, I agree. We're gonna get creative. We don't need we don't need just prestige, prestige worldwide. Worldwide, what what um in our in our majors. We we can get funky with it too. We can have fun stuff. Um but speaking of majors, Kev, we have a major coming up this week. The open championship. Yeah, yeah, we do. Do you want to get in some uh, some picks for the boys? Uh, I would love to get into some picks. So okay. there were some picks that I so every pick I'm gonna make is involving my fantasy team. Okay. Well, that's what I did last week. Fortunately, not every oh, actually, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I take that back. I was gonna do that, okay. but I don't want the negativity. It was gonna be Sahith the Gala to miss the cut at plus 140. Huh. So additionally, on that note, I was thinking, all right, I need to make up some ground, which I think I'm only four or five back from you. So like it's yeah, not, nothing bad. It, no, no, but I was gonna do Cam Smith to miss the cut plus 450, so I could get that extra that extra juice. Okay. But I'm not gonna do that. Okay, fine. If you're scared, go to church, man. I'm not scared and definitely not going to church. Okay. Um, but I just I do have concerns about Cam Smith. I had saw I could have swore I saw on fan um on FanDuel earlier um Ricky Fowler versus Cam Smith at like minus one ten, like even kind of odds. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find it. Would have loved that. Would have bet against Cam Smith in that route, but not going to take him to miss a cut. But did want to point out the plus 450 in case that happens. So what I'm going to do here, Kev, also, because Wyndham Clark's your boy for the fans, Wyndham Clark over Justin Rose for the tournament, minus 110. It's free money. I'm not taking it. It's just free money. I'm keeping it to T top finishes because that's the way I've been making my bread and butter. Um, but just throwing out a little couple sprinkles there for you. So first of all, Ricky Fowler, top 30. Second, Tommy Fleetwood, top 30. Third, Scotty Scheffler, top 10. Okay. What's uh, Scotty Scheffler, top 10? Like minus, minus 140. How sick oh, is that? That's great. Well, I on FanDuel, he's better, but I'm just using DraftKings for. Okay. Opinions. Um. Dude, isn't that crazy though? Have you seen that like what Scotty Scheffler has done the past well he's I think it's 17 he's tournaments? 18 top 15s in a row, and That's he crazy. has seven straight top fives in a row. Right. And we I feel like you and I talked about this last week. Like he just ends up shooting like 66, 66 on the weekend when he's barely in contention. And then all of a sudden he just back. It's all about him. how he's putting. Cause he's always like the best ball striker on the golf course. And if he loses strokes putting, he finishes top 15. If he gains strokes, strokes putting, he either wins or comes in like the top three. Um, It's just so. impressive. But what I thought was more impressive was that he, I think is one away from tying Tiger Woods record. At 19 straight events. Oh, really? Doing this? Yeah. But here's what's crazy. 
the second um like the second longest streak is 18 and that was in a separate occurrence by tiger woods oh i believe there's a lot of tiger woods stats it's like, like that where it's it, like it, he's it, the he's number one two and three in the record books right like right breaking it, the record multiple it's times. like by the way i set this record and then i actually did the same thing nine years later right it, like that those kind of records are really impressive because it just shows his longevity and compared to the depth of talent like it's just it just kind of blows your mind um totally so anyways um, the chef man it's it's tough i can't think about it. i could have just we could have well yeah because i don't think his top 10 unless uh there was a an event probably at valero um he was probably chef was probably like plus 350 plus 400 to win the event besides that you could probably have got around minus 125 to plus 150 on chef were top 10 every tournament don't yeah definitely um which if we're making picks every week it just you're hindsight you're really money, wish i, I was taking scotty chef were top 10 every week that'd be a really easy <laughs> i'm going back well, to the well to get my one get just uh, in my spreadsheet i think the books just, are probably privy to that at this point so well now um, uh, minus 140 is pretty steep for a major um that's I'm probably gonna pay that's for true it. um all right brian i'm gonna give you my picks i have four here and i need to decide which ones i'm gonna give you so awesome. i'm gonna start with uh one i'm definitely taking matt fitzpatrick uh, to beat Sam Burns for the tournament. Minus 120 there. Um, I also have another one here. Louis Oosthuizen to beat Sahith Thigala. Minus 120. Um, not sure and, how Sahith is going to perform. Yeah, uh, I just need Oosthuizen to not make the cut. Otherwise, And then gonna... I don't know which one of these I want to take right now. Um, I'm going to do it because I'm going to ride with my boy because I also think he might he might win this thing because this is the last opportunity I have to come true on saying he's going to win a major this year. I have Jordan Spieth to beat Colin Morikawa for the tournament, plus 105. Okay, all right. Uh, that's bold. Um, yeah, it is bold. I like to live dangerously. Yeah, I mean, you shoot one over par. You know me. That's exactly right. Um, no, Kev, I, I like it. I, I mean, I talked about it earlier. I, I think the gala is going to have some issues getting around this course. Um, I do too, man. But and it's unfortunate. He's going to win do, now. I'm contemplating not starting him. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm contemplating not starting the gala this week. I don't think that's a terrible... I mean, it obviously depends on who else you have, but I, uh, I, I'm not going to make any sort of comments because I don't want there to be any uh, cries of collusion for the boys. Oh, no, no. I just, I mean, I already believe I'm going to do it. I'll, I'll either be most likely sitting him for um, Gary Woodland, who hits a fuck ton of fairways and hits a fuck ton of greens. He sucks putting, but um, he he keeps the ball in play. Or mm-hmm. I picked up Nikolai Hogard who has been playing great. He doesn't get FedEx cut points, which kind of sucks, but I do feel like I've put myself in a good position the past five weeks Mm -hmm. that I could, like, 
it wouldn't hurt me if I got a top 10 out of Hoy Guard and I only got money and a top 10 in birdies and I didn't get FedEx. Like it would suck, but it like I would at gain... this point in the season, it's not a huge integral piece to get those FedEx Cup points for you, I don't think. Yeah. Well, I mean, where we are right now, I mean, there's pre like Kev, you're you're one of the horses in the race. Um there uh John John's looking in. I mean, it's pretty much me, Mike, you, and Pat. Um, and Trey Mullinax is playing in the open. Who? Trey Mullinax. Oh, interesting. Um, I would after this week. We only have four events after this week: 3M, Wyndham, both of them non-elevated events, and then we've got WGC FedEx St. Jude, which will be the top seventy in the FedEx, and then the BMW Championship. Which is also an elevated event, which is top fifty. Maybe it's top seventy-two. I'm not sure. I think um, it's no. It's more like the seventy-two, I believe. Um, well, seventy also. Um, but yeah, no. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. I, I'm excited. Definitely still have some time for some picks. I might throw a little bit on Rory. Might. Uh, yeah yeah i I, um i have some guys that i like i um see i I think i put a little bit on rory but i i also like i don't buy i feel like everybody's like oh rory just won the scottish now he's gonna win the open like he's so due for a major like i'm not buying into that jazz i feel like they do this to rory every single major of the last four years and like here we are he still hasn't won one not like i don't think he has a legitimate chance every time but he's one here not buying into the narrative um that said, I think I had to put a little bit of cha-ching on him to win just because, you know, he's the guy. Um, but um, you know who I was fading last week that actually played really well that now I'm now I'm kind of uh, don't hate him this week is Max Homa at plus 5,500 to win. It's a good number. I mean, he, he's had he hasn't had a great history in majors, but um, no, when you see numbers like that, I saw Justin Thomas at like he had worse odds. Like, yeah, I think he was like between don't 65 and 80. He's also playing horribly, but it's just crazy to see a player like that get have odds that. Yeah, I mean, Rory's at plus 800. Cam Smith is at plus 2000, which I'm not fading him that much. That I don't like that number, you know. I so I may not understand the course. I, I thought you need to keep the ball in play, and that's why I'm fading Tagala. Um, from okay. having Cam Smith on my team last year, I yeah. remember very vividly that he is not someone that keeps the ball in play. Um, I feel like he does for the most part, but I feel like he is good for like one or two around that are just super errant, you know? Yeah, well, but in play, I mean, not in the – like. Was it the players that he won that year that he was like just unconscious making he a ton of crazy putts? But then on the back nine, like every tee shot, he was just like on a different hole, had to hit over trees and shit. Um, he won the players. Um, I want to say it was that. There was like but a him being three. unconscious with the putter is that's that's common for him. I mean, he could play yeah. really well, Kev. I'm just like the gala. It's if you find your, it's just you're rolling the dice a lot more with missing fairways where your ball's gonna end up. Like, um, 
So I don't yeah, know. We'll see. I don't I don't anticipate Thigala having a big week this week. I think we're on the same page there. But I don't know. I'm excited to watch. I'm hoping I can uh, find some time to actually watch the tournament this week. I got. I'm playing golf Friday afternoon. We're going camping Friday night into Saturday. I got the member guest Sunday morning. I got, got a big, big weekend here, Brian, but I got to uh, gotta stay dialed, which won't be a problem, obviously. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Before we okay. before we sign off here, I'm definitely going to golf. I just have to. Um, you're going camping. Yeah. Just describe this to me because. I... Uh, oh, let, let me break this down. What, so what? Julia's parents have a, a boat on this lake that's like an hour 45 minutes from our house or so and normally like we'll drive out there go on the boat for the day drive back or whatever what we're doing is we're going up friday night there's a campground right there on the lake we're gonna camp out on friday night they have an rv there's gonna be a tent and an rv there's gonna be like six of us or whatever um and i don't I, i camp in tents not like all the time i used to do it more but um well and then we're gonna be out on the boat all day saturday and then they're camping again saturday night i'm probably gonna drive home because we have a shotgun at sterling farms at 7 45 a.m on sunday and yeah it's like a two and a half hour drive from my house so i actually might even go stay at uh, jack's house saturday night i gotta navigate that Um, great hospitality pregnant wife be nice um good to know um yeah she's doing around the same time charlotte is gonna be great um i will I will say um, RV, RV life. Sure. Yeah, no problem. I'll sleep in an RV, but no, like I, yes, I've slept in a tent before, but I've also slept on people's couches before. And like, I'm not going to fucking do that. Like, yeah, no, that's fair. You you got to enjoy it. I enjoy it. No, no. Sleeping on the, the fucking ground. Yeah, Kev. When I get out of bed the next day after walking eighteen, and I don't even push my cart, I have a machine do it for me. I like my feet hurt. I'm like, well, Brian, oh. you are soft. I mean, you helped me move four pieces, five pieces of furniture out of my house on Saturday. You text me the next morning saying your arms are sore. Weigh those items. Weigh those items. Don't care. I don't. I don't care, care the... the weight. I I did the same thing you did. I went out and shot seventy two on Sunday morning. Excuse me, because you now. had the extra strength. To do so, I could have went out there and done the same thing. It would have been like me from rookie of the year. I would have pulled the arm back and would just just Brandon Brunner, exactly Brandon Gardner. Um, so where the fuck was I going with this? Oh yeah, no. So I don't. I'm cool with things about camping. Like you want, let's 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 do grilling stuff. Let's make fires. These are things I can do at my house. Let's drink um, a million and, Bud Lights. And outside, yeah, drink a fucking cooler full of Bud Lights. That's my Bud Light cooler. Don't touch it. Um, And, you know, do a whole fun thing. That's fine. But then you throw in bugs. All right, that's whack. Um, Then you throw in bears. Fuck that. Where you live, there are bears. Don't give me, don't give me that sideways look. There are yeah. fucking bears. Yeah, no, fuck that. Uh, you know what attracts bears? Food. You know what's also food to bears? People. So, I love the RV life. I respect the shit out of that. And I am down to do the outside thing until it's time to go inside. That's um, fair. But yeah, I'm I'm just I'm too old to be sleeping. I think the thing with camping this weekend, it's gonna be warm. It's gonna be hot. Yeah, you need AC. Oh, yeah. So I've got standards too. This this we need this needs to not be just a camper. I mean, this needs to be a running livable unit. I need running water, I need central air. 
Oh yeah, like it's like an it's an RV. Like it's, yeah, yeah, it's ball. Yeah, like so you can be laying in the bed while the car is driving. Like yeah, yeah I'm yeah. not trying to go on the Oregon fucking trail and be like, oh, I wonder what I'm gonna wipe my ass with today. Like, oh well, it's actually funny you mention that because we are gonna take our rickshaw to the campground, so we'll we'll be able to go on the Oregon Trail with that puppy. Oh, all right. Um. Well, I hope you have fun camping. I wish you the best of luck at Sterling Farms, uh, member guest. Try to represent better than I did last year. I'm sure you will. Won't be too difficult. Did you not perform well last year? Um, I don't think we placed well. Um, it was probably me. If you ask Jack, it was probably because I didn't play well. Um, he 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 would remember it better. Um, I think that's what probably happened. Um, okay, but it's a great course. He, you guys are both playing in fucking top shape. I've no doubts you're going to crush the rest of the field. Just don't uh, just don't beat them too bad. One thing I will say is I am excited to get a second crack at that course because I feel like it's a place that you have to play more than once. Definitely. I say that about every fucking golf course, though. Well, you can't just play it once. Yes, you have to. Like, I, Kev, I can't wait to get another crack at Bla- uh, Beth Page. I can't wait. Well, I was, when we were walking off Beth Page, and that's not what you were saying. I, I almost didn't make the turn. I, I after nine, I was like, "This guy, this course." You only made the crap. turn because you realized it was the furthest point away on the course. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh shit, Jack! I came here with Jack. I'm fucking going back to the course." Ah, fuck! I'm just pot committed at this time. Yeah. Um. No, I'm. 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 I'm definitely interested in going back. I would also play the other courses there. I'd be interested in doing that. I would almost like to, yeah, like try to get down there. For like, like make a day out of it. Play. Yeah. Play the red the and other the black. Ones are... I think what you do is you walk the black in the morning and then you ride the red or I think the red and the yellow. Red is supposed to be number two. And then I think yellow is the next one. I think you get there and walk the black in the morning because you have to walk it anyway. And then you go ride one of the other two. All right. Well, we'll see if we can join Jack. If, I think he's probably playing there next week or the week after. or Probably. The week after. <laughs> Well, that sounds great, man. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll report back next week. I'm Kevin O'Coin. I'm Brian Ackley. This has been another rendition of Life in the Rough, the podcast, and we will catch you guys next week. See ya. Peace.